But above all things, be true to yourself and in everything. Absolutely, unapologetically shameless. You are now tuning in to the Sincerely Shameless Podcast. Hey guys, welcome back to the Sincerely Shameless Podcast. I am your host, Sarah J, and I am coming to you live from my handmade desk, okay? I don't know about you guys, but um, it's early morning, it's raining here, and I have something super special for you. Um, I got this desk from this place called Roses, okay? It's a um, really cool discount store. Um, my mother told me about it because she is a woman of discounts. Okay. Um, I will be honest. It took me five and a half hours to build. Did you know the cheaper the desk, the longer it takes to build? The desk was $14 (laughs) y'all. So that's why it took five and a half hours. Okay. I almost, I almost gave up. (laughs) Um, Yes. So here we are. Um, I wanted to come on a podcast and sing um, again, but I realized the song that was in my head and in my heart was not singable. And um, it's the troll song. Everybody shake your hair and feel united. Whoa. Oh, oh. Yeah, that one. So I don't know who sings that in real life. I know it's not the cartoon um, on the movie, but listen, she she's she's hitting notes unimaginable. So um, let's roll into it, okay? Because ain't nothing to do it but to do it. Don't get me rapping. All right. So um, last week we talked about letting go. You know, we was like, let it go. No way, wonder. Boom, boom, boom. Let it go. Um, and I had received an overwhelming amount of um, response from the podcast of letting it go. You know, we talked about what we would let go of and, you know, because you can't grab one season if you're holding on to the other season. And that is still very much so true. But I think um, we might have skipped a step. And that's not y'all's fault, y'all. That's my fault. Okay, so in the course of getting all this um, feedback, um, you know, um, I got some more feedback, right? And it it was positive, but it was constructive. And um, basically, I was speaking with uh, my younger sister and I said, you know, just let it go. You know, just what you can, what you can take, you take what you can't, you leave. And um she said, Sarah, you can't let something go if you haven't accepted that it can't go. I said, whoa, wait a minute. If you, whoa, whoa, did you catch it? You can't let something go if you haven't accepted that it can't go. You can't let something go until you accept that it can't fit. How does that sound? Okay, I think that might hit a little harder, right? I said, well, if you're going to preach, then then preach then. Like, go ahead. I said, well, fill me in. And um. She was telling me in the program, in her program, um, that 
that's the first step to accept and then say, you know, I'm diving in, you know, I'm looking through it and whatever. And, you know, I have family members who struggle with addiction who are, um, you know, seeking what they need to seek to make sure that they live a sober um, and aware life. And um, as I was looking through the principles, I was like, acceptance is the first step. And, you know, we also, we hear that a lot. Acceptance is the first step. Accept, acceptance is the first step. And I think we say it so much that it kind of loses its power, but acceptance is indeed the first step. You can't, you can't change what you ain't accepting. So um, this week's word of the week, you guys, is acceptance, you know, and acceptance is defined as the action of consenting to receive or undertake something offered. And um, so I kind of want to talk to you guys from that perspective of acceptance, you know, because a lot of times we hear, you know, you know, move on, get over it, you know, and there's nothing you can do in life to move on or get over it without going through it. You know, going through it is implied, you know, it's like you're looking at a mountain and like, get over it. How are you going to (laughs) do How are you going to do that? You got to go through it. You know, you have to go through it. And before one decides to go through it, they accept that I can't go around. I can't go over. um, I can't get under it. I can't move on until I go through it. And so acceptance is exactly that. So I know we spoke a lot about, you know, get, you know, let it go. But before you can let something go, you got to accept that it can't come. Right. So um, I have looked up and discovered four principles or I guess four benefits of acceptance. And I'm going to tell them story style. Okay. So um, when I was growing up, you know, my mother worked in fast food. And so we was always eating somebody's Burger King, McDonald's. This is way before Chick-fil-A, honey, or maybe I just didn't know about it. I didn't know about Chick-fil-A until I got to high school. Okay. Um, So we were always eating fast food, right? Fast food, like burgers, chicken, chicken, nuggets, tender crisp bacon, cheddar ranch. Okay. That was your girl's favorite. Okay. Um, Cheddar ranch, the whole, the whole nine. Okay. Um, And when I was 12, I started um, getting acne, right? And so for years, for years, you guys, I'm telling you, um, from like 12 to at least 28, 29, maybe at best, I had um, been doing all that I can to um, cover it. What can I cover it with? You know, what what can I cover? It? What are some techniques? You know, I'm talking, y'all, I would nearly burn my face off with alcohol, rubbing alcohol, with toothpaste, with, um, my goodness, all kinds of stuff, okay? All kinds of stuff. Um, but it, it took me to accept that I had flawed skin before anything else can happen. So the first benefit is you don't have to like it to accept it. You know, I did not like having acne. I did not like being called um, speed bumps on your face. You know, I did not like the, the jokes that came along with acne, something that I could not control. I could not control puberty. I could not control um, the oil glands in my skin that would cause an overproduction of oil, which then causes sebum and that causes, like, I couldn't 
change those things. But I want to say at around 28, I finally looked myself in the mirror and it, you guys, it was tough because there were days I couldn't even get out of my bed. I couldn't even, I didn't even want to have lights on in the house. It was too much because when I had flare-ups and breakouts, honey, it was a flare-up and break-out. Um, and it wasn't until I finally, I finally, like I'm talking, y'all, it would be, it was so bad. I would try to go and hang out with my friends and I would say, Sarah, make it to the mirror. And I would make it to the mirror and I would say, okay, cut on the light. I would cut on the light. Like I had a step-by-step and I'm like, okay. Try to put some makeup on over this. And I would get fully made up and dressed. And I had a mirror downstairs that was like, where you think you're going? And I would run back upstairs and get back in bed and I would cancel. I I can't even make it, y'all. I can't even make it. I can't even make it. So it wasn't until I was 28 and I said, okay, Sarah, you have to get into acceptance about this. You have to accept that this is what your skin looks like. I did not like it, but I had to accept it, okay? Um, And then the other principle is it can yield a positive result. You know, I don't know if y'all have heard the saying, um, God can't change what you pretend to be. God can't heal what you pretend to be. It wasn't until I had to accept it until a change even came about. And in that principle, yielding a positive result after you accept it, then there can be change. Because now I'm not lying that, oh, this is a breakout from menstrual or, or this is, oh, way too much chicken. Like people would tell me, oh, girl, you eat way too much chicken. I was like, brownie eat chicken. What you talking about? Like, <laughs> this is just what the skin looked like, <laughs> okay? And um, the other benefit is it's for you, you know? Acceptance is for you. Um, that was the benefit of having clear skin. The moment that I accepted that I had no control, that I was absolutely powerless over it was the moment I started to see changes. And then um, it, it provided clarity. That's the other principle because then I learned what my diet needed to look like. I learned that, no, Sarah, you're not that chick who can just go to bed after a long day. No, you need to wash your face. You need to exfoliate your skin. You need a regimen. You need... um you need routine. And then when you get up in the morning, um, you can't just get up and walk out the house. No, you got it. You need to get up. You need to wash your face. You need to make sure you got tea tree oil. Like that was, that was my acceptance. Right. So, um, let's look at what you got. Right. So take those same principles, um, those same benefits and, and ask yourself, what have you yet to accept? Because I couldn't let go of makeup y'all until I got into acceptance about my skin. And now if you see me, I, I, I don't wear it. I, I, I mean, I can wear it. I'll put it on, but I don't wear it because I've got, I've been, I'm just, I'm so glad to have clear skin. Boy, I don't want nothing to mess that up. Okay. <laughs> now I will wear makeup, but I want us to look at it in the emotional standpoint and the mental standpoint. There are things that we can't let go of. There's things we can't move forward from or move on from because we haven't accepted it. Like, I don't know what that looks like this year. We got to have a lot of accepting to do, you know, accepting the loss of the job, accepting the loss of the home, the car, um, the clothes, maybe you had to give clothes up for this season, um, accepting new weight, accepting lost weight, um, accepting, you know, loss of edges. I don't know. Maybe you was wearing a ponytail. I don't, I don't know what that is for you, but, um, acceptance is going to be your first step. 
then you can get some movement afterwards. Um, so yeah. So what you what you gotta get into acceptance about this week? I can't wait to find out. Child, I hope I did not hype myself up to be bigger and better than what I was on that one, y'all, because guess what? <laughs> the way this thing about to take a left turn real quick. Okay, so the wisdom of the week is it's not what I pictured, okay? Um, yes, your girl did not get it. Listen, let me tell you, get, be, being in acceptance is a daily, went weekly, went minutely secondly thing you do okay and um so you know last week I talked about what the move looked like for me and um though I didn't go in the great great detail of absolutely everything um you guys got a really good understanding of what it took for me to get here and um it's still taking a lot for me to stay here so um when I got the news of what was going on with my father, I heard you're moving to Ohio. And I said, okay, that's no problem. We can do that. You know, socialite in Atlanta. It's going to be a socialite in Ohio if that's a thing. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, so in my head, when I accepted that I was moving to Ohio, there was an overwhelming amount of possibilities, you guys. So me and my father have not always had the best relationship, but I love my father dearly. Um, I feel like love is given, it's not earned. And I was like, wow, you know, this this could be awesome. So in my head, I was like, oh my God, I'm gonna get my dad on the podcast. Like, oh my goodness. Like me and my dad, are, he's gonna help me write, you know, a couple of, you know, pages in my book. Like, oh my gosh, like me and my daddy are gonna take pictures. Like you guys, I, I put all of this, these, these opportunities, these things in my mind of what this relationship with my father was about to look like. Okay. We were going to, you know, walk around in my neighborhood that I live in and just laugh and talk. And we'd sit on the couch and, and just, you know, talk. And, you know, he told me like, I'm proud of you. Like you're doing big things. Like, I'm so glad to have you here. Like daughter, like, you know, I just love you so much. I'm just glad that you're here. You know, like this overwhelming amount of love. Like, you guys, I just knew that's what this was about to look like. Honey, I got my face cracked. <laughs> Let me tell you, I got my face cracked. Do you hear me? You guys. It was a Sunday early morning. I found myself at a Starbucks. The coffee was a dollar twenty-nine. I had three bucks. I gave her the money and I put everything else in the tip jar and I sat outside and I cried for an hour because it was not what I pictured. It was not what I pictured at all. Yes, I know when you're 74, you're grumpy. Yes, I know that 
every moment isn't going to be a highlight or a high, you know, a highlight reel or this Instagram picturesque moment. But dang, I also didn't know it would look like Friday the 13th. Okay. (laughs) You guys, when I say it was not what I pictured, it was not what I pictured. Okay. So listen, let me tell you, um, my father was just angry. Um, you know, was not proud of anything, felt like everything that I said was agitating him. And I'm like, oh my gosh, we're supposed to be on a podcast together. Like all these things was just, you guys, literally as I was sitting there in the Starbucks, I saw literally all of the opportunities that I had pictured in my head crumbling to the ground and all that was left was dust okay and it broke my achy breaky heart I'm talking it just tore me up inside because it was not what I pictured you know um and it still isn't what I pictured but in that, I got the opportunity to learn about myself, that I'm still struggling with accepting and entitlement in a sense, right? Like what young girl, y'all find me one. I'm challenging you this week. Here's your homework. Find me a young girl that is now a grown woman who doesn't desire a healthy, fully functioning, loving relationship with their father. Find me one. Search stall of. Okay, right. Okay, because we didn't find her. And so imagine the dismay, right? When I discover that that's not what's going to happen. Yes, I was upset. Yes, I cried at the Starbucks and I realized it's not what I pictured. But guess what? You can't give what you ain't got. Right. And so you guys know me when I see something like this happening, I went and I and I got in my head. Right. I went and sat down um, on the floor and I got in my head and I said, what would hinder someone from missing out? on these beautiful moments? What would stop someone from being able to see the blessing and not highlight and exploit the burden? What, what, what would, what would that, where would that come from? And so as I sat down, y'all, I dug deep into my childhood and then I realized that my father was always like that. (laughs) And, um, after having conversations with him, he just never had that, you know? And so I had to take him off of penalty because you can't give what you ain't got. That is literally like this bill collector calling you like, yo, let me get this $100. And you look in your bank account and you don't have $100. Where are you going to get it from? You ain't got it. And you guys, that is when I could really start my healing process right then and there from, I mean, 
creating images in my mind, you know, creating opportunities, being able to say like, if this were me, this is what I would like to do. And I got to heal from that because I had to learn that everybody's not going to do as you do. And if given the opportunity, while you say that's what you're going to do, you, you don't, you don't know that until you get there. And then I had to realize you ain't got what you ain't got. Where do you want me to pull this from? I literally could see my father look me in my eyes and he's, and he literally just, he doesn't have it. And does that make him a bad person? Absolutely not. Because I love him even more. I love him even more because you know what? He gives what he does have. And, and y'all, it ain't him on a podcast. Okay. <laughs> y'all ain't going to see it. I don't know. I don't know. But he gives what he does have. And guess who has to be in gratitude about that? Right. And I mean, and it's good. It's not awful. It's good. But you know how we are. It can always be better, but you ain't got what you don't have. And so that was an opportunity for me. And I don't know where you are in your life, but this was my takeaway from it. I said, man, it's not what I pictured. Okay. However, you can create a new picture and allow him to be a co-artist with you because a relationship takes two people, not just one. And just because you're not going to get it does not mean the generation after you won't experience it. And that was my whole understanding on why I'm here. If I never get this overly loving, joyous, highly functioning, accepting relationship with my father, if I don't see it, but I heal from it and my children and my children's children can get it, then it's worth it. It's worth it, you know, and I'll take it. So I know in this season, a lot of us are looking at stuff and we literally, we looked at 2020 and was like, bro, this is not what I pictured. Okay. This is, this is not what I pictured. But let's team up with the rest of 2020. Let's team up with 2021 and let's co-author it. Let's co-artist it. Let's let's also get in the canvas and paint with it. You know, I always tell myself, you know, life is happening to me. And then I tell myself in the second thought, what if you happen to life? What if you look life dead in the eyes? It's like, okay, well, you hit me with all of that and I'm still standing. And none of that even matters because at the blink of an eye, I can make a decision. I can take my perception and change it and make a decision to do something different. So, you know, I had to not beat myself up for painting such a beautiful picture. I just realized maybe that that picture isn't for me. And that's okay because now me and my dad get the opportunity to create our own picture. Now, it might look like stick figures. It's, it's yeah, it's probably gonna, <laughs> it's going to look like some finger painting. But it's a picture we're going to create together instead of Sarah creating it by herself and expecting him to run his lines. And with that, I can accept. And with that, I can let the picture go. And with that, I can move forward. So what is it that you pictured that's not looking like the picture you painted? Have you got with the other artist? Have you guys sat down and painted together? I don't know. Let me know.
Hey, y'all. Welcome back. Um, I hope those first two segments of the podcast blessed you in some way, shape, or form. And now we are approaching my favorite part of the podcast, and it is the woman of the week. The woman of the week is when we highlight women in entrepreneurship, motherhood, wifelyhood, singlehood, any hood, all hoods, okay? And um, we give them a shout out because they are great and they are amazing and we team up and we do business with them or we learn techniques from them or we all just learn to have a learn to heal and grow and then we gain a friend, okay? Or a follower, one of the two. So this week's Bum of the Week drum roll is you. You guys um, have been sticking with me for two seasons. Um you are doing the work. You are making it through 2020. You are smiling when you feel like frowning. You are laughing when you feel like crying. You are um, leading the pack of a new generation to come. You're innovative. You're creative. You're brilliant. You're talented. You're smart. You're beautiful. You're loving and you're kind. You're all of those things. So this week, I want to shout you out. Um, this week, I want to say thank you for your support and your love. And um, I also want to tell you to keep going. And if you happen to have some time, share with a friend who you feel is awesome. Share with a family member who you feel is awesome so that they can hear this too. And they can be told all the beautiful things about themselves. Um, share with a coworker, whatever the case may be, um, you know, it's better to give than receive. Okay. <laughs> All right, y'all. It has been a pleasure. It has been fun. Same time, same place. See you next week. But above all things, be true to yourself and in everything, absolutely, unapologetically, shameless. You are now tuning in to the Sincerely Shameless podcast.